welcome in to Potty Podcast Football. I am Dan. With me as always is Andy. And uh, we have the results from the Week 7 NFL season. And it was terrible. Those were really bad games. Um, it's actually, I, I found out according to Jaguar Gator 9, apparently it was the most historical worst NFL Sunday. Uh, it's the first, first time since 1993 and the second time since 1975 that only one game was decided by one possession. And the average margin of victory of 20 points was the worst since week 14 of 1970. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we, we kind of called this. Uh, we didn't get them all right how it was going to come out, but, I mean, we knew these were going to be horrible, terrible games. Yeah. Uh, all right, fine. I guess we have to talk about it. So let's yeah. Do it. I will say, not only has this been a tough year for us, it's been a tough year for betting in general because everything's been kind of all over. Um, to, to give you an idea, the uh, if we were to go in the playoffs right now, the uh, AFC would send the Bills, the Raiders, the Bengals, and the Titans. Wow. <laughs> yeah, did you would you yeah. have thought that going to maybe the Bills okay, the Titans okay, but the other two Bengals and Raiders that's surprising with the Chargers probably getting in the Chargers the Ravens probably getting in to um, the wild card. Jesus, yeah, that's not at all what I would have thought. The Chiefs are bad, and what and the interesting thing that I saw today is like Mahomes is no longer blameless, like. It's partly Mahomes, so anyway, oh, yeah. we'll talk about that later. But yeah, it's it's wild, man. It's just weird. Yeah, uh, one of the games, the divisional game that uh, kind of set the tone. And uh, first time I think they've taken the the lead in the division. I couldn't tell you since when. It was the Bengals at the Ravens. Bengals are getting six and a half over over and under was forty seven. I took Bengals, man. I had a feeling Bengals and over. You took Ravens and over. Um, I didn't see it being by this much, but the Bengals win 41-17. to 17. The Ravens would have needed 24 points to cover, and the total was 58, so it was over. We both saw that coming. Uh, but the Bengals are kind of legit. Uh, their defense, their defense, they had four-man rushes almost the entire time, and they were in the backfield coming after Lamar all day long. Uh, Lamar ends up going 15 for 31, one touchdown and five sacks. Uh, could not get anything done. I mean, and even when he didn't get sacked, it was it just looked pandemonium back there. He he was uh, the pocket was just crumbling. Um, and again, Lamar Jackson is the best rusher. He ends up going twelve for eighty eight, no touchdowns, and th- the second most attempts is Le'Veon Bell, five for five yards. It's I don't know what you do. When he can't get the passing game going, they're going to lose. Yeah, that's just that's just what it's been all year. And I've given him more credit than I ever have the last few years. I mean, the guy can pass. There's no doubt. The guy's a good passer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't tell if it's, you know, in games where I don't watch. I got to watch this one. But on a lot of the games, it's just been they want him to run. They're designing him. They're just their go-to is let's make Lamar run. He's such a threat. Let's make him run and, not, and run to set up the pass. It should be the opposite. Whenever it's the opposite, they win. Uh, let him pass, set up the run, and, and the dude can throw the ball. But uh, they, they want him to be the running back. I don't get it. Um, you know, it's, it's just not working out for him. I'm really confused about the Raiders because they just seem like 
The Raiders or the Ravens? Week, week, I, mean, I mean, the Ravens. Week to week, they're they're just a total. They seem like a different team. Yeah. It's weird. Like, I think they could beat the you know the well, we'll say the Bills, <laughs> uh, and then the next game, it's like I don't know if they'd be able to beat the Jags. It's it's just really odd, and I think a lot of it's coaching. I, I, that's all I can think of. It, it's, it's coming down to coaching, yeah. and I'm I'm kind of unimpressed with with how they're being coached at the moment. I mean, John Harbaugh has been there a long time and has done mm-hmm. uh, a really good. Our Jim Jim Harbaugh has been there a long time and has done well. They, he's won a uh, a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. Um, some of the games they played the Raiders close but lost in the first game. The Raiders turned out are a pretty good team. Uh, they beat the Chiefs. Although the Chiefs are starting to fall apart, they barely beat the Lions, but that's kind of what the Lions' M.O. has become. They stomped the Broncos, as you should. Um, they barely beat the Colts in overtime, but the Colts are starting to look good. They stomped the Chargers, uh, and then the Bengals, they get stomped. It's They have the Vikings, Dolphins, and Bears next. And I think, I mean, the Vikings one could be close. The Vikings are another up-and-down team. The Dolphins and Bears are going to get destroyed. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I think you're right. Well, ugly football. Let's move on to the next Bengals. Bengals. I will say though, credit where credit's due, they're looking good. Yeah, they're looking really, really, really good. Burrows is the real deal. Their defense is doing really well though. Five sacks. I mean, mm-hmm. damn. Well, Burrow, Burrow, four hundred sixteen yards, three touchdowns, one interception, um, and then Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase with 201 yards, one touchdown. I know. He has uh, the most receiving yards the first seven-game career of anyone in the NFL. And uh, he's got, let's see, 754. Second place is 685 by Harlan Hill in 1954. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then CJ Uzama, who, with T. Higgins being injured, comes in 91 yards and two touchdowns. The last two weeks... See, uh, T. Higgins has been beat up. I mean, and he's still having a good game, seven for sixty-two. But C.J. Uzama has come in, and uh, he goes across the middle. People forget about him. Three for ninety-one and two touchdowns. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. Yeah, I find myself rooting for the Bengals. Um, I liked, I liked Zach Taylor. I felt like he he. I saw something from them when he first that first year, but you knew they were going to bad, be bad. They just didn't have the horses, and now you're actually starting to see the, what they can do with weapons. And I, so if you redraft right now, you take Jamar Chase over Panay Sewell, right? Man, I mean, sure, as long as you address O line better in the in second third round. Yeah, because it's it's still rough. And again, uh, it's it's still they're still one snap away from being irrelevant. Yeah. If Burrow gets hurt, and that just terrifies me. But you're right. I mean, I, by the end of the year, I think I might be fully on board the chase train because I mean, love the receiver, and it was never that I didn't think he was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I didn't know he'd be this good. <laughs> so I have to admit that. Uh, but uh, good for him. I mean, yeah, he's playing playing really well. But uh, I'm still really worried about him getting hurt. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, let's move on to another really bad game. Panthers at the Giants. The Giants are getting three points. They won't need them. Over-under is 43. We both took the Panthers in over. You made this your lock. I made this one of my confidence picks. We got it way wrong. The uh, The Giants went 25-3. to 
the Panthers would need a 22 points to cover, and the total was only 28. So it was most definitely not over. Um, I'm kind of done with the Panthers until that offensive line improves. Um, they're so bad that they actually sacked their own quarterback. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, uh, the it was the the rookie uh, the rookie lineman they got uh, Brady Christensen ends up getting pushed back so far and ends up on top of uh, uh, Darnold. Giants with six sacks and a technical safety because uh, Darnold had he, he had an intentional grounding, so they end up getting the safety. Uh, he was so bad that they sat Darnold at halftime and brought out his backup, who uh, you thought was doing amazing. Uh, Philip Walker ends up three for 14. P.J. Walker. Uh, P.J. Walker. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it has him listed as Philip. P.J. Walker, who I like. I like P.J. Walker. Uh, no, it was the Jets backup that you liked a lot. Going into the half. I, I didn't say I like him a lot. I was you just were in love with Zach him. Wilson. You had his poster on your wall. I said he, he was outperforming Zach Wilson. Okay. And he was. We'll he get was. to that. He, uh, we'll get to that. Don't worry. Don't yeah, worry. That's we'll fine. get to that. That's fine. Um, so, yeah, they bring in P.J. Walker, who doesn't do well. That's too bad. We were, everyone from Houston, has, I know, has been rooting for him. Um, Chuba Hubbard, 12 attempts for 28 yards rushing. Pretty pretty terrible. Um, Devontae Booker on the other side, 14 for 51. Now, they didn't have the uh, the yards per attempt, but he ends up getting a touchdown. And uh, then two receptions for 15 yards. So, meh. I mean, he's obviously no Saquon. But this Panthers' D is a, is a mess. All the running backs. All the running backs in this game struggled. None of them did well. It was all passing. Um, the, yeah, the Panthers The Panthers had a goal line carry. They got stopped on the one. I think it was because of pass interference. Could not get in. Four, four, went all four downs. Could not get in. Uh, it was almost three to five at halftime. That's how bad this game was. And the best receiver of the entire week was Daniel Jones with a 95.6 PFF receiving grade. (laughs) That that pretty much sums up this game. Yeah, he had the one, that one-handed catch. That was pretty unreal. Pretty great catch by the guy extending. Uh, But, uh, yeah, he he wanted that win bad. And that really, if I remember correctly, that really helped kind of spark it. Because it was was a pretty ugly game at halftime, right? I mean, it It was was three to five. Five to three, yeah, three to five, yeah. So that that kind of got some things going, um, but yeah, Sam Darnold, man, he he is interesting. He played so bad, and he's been he's been playing rough. Uh, you you make a few more apologies than I do for him. Yeah, um, no, he's been I think playing we both poorly. wanted him to be good, but he's been bad. Yeah, and they didn't trade that much to get him. So they didn't. It's not like they traded the farm to get this guy, or you know, paid him a fortune or anything. But. Uh, he played so bad that they're right back into the Deshaun Watson trade song. So there's there's word that by the end of the day today, uh, or in, I'm sorry, end of the day tomorrow, they said that the trade should be done. And as of right now, the Panthers have given the offer that the Texans are going to accept. Um, they're just having to make sure that uh, Watson approves the trade today because Watson has to approve the team he goes to because he has no trade clause. He's already turned um, down the he, Eagles, who offered a bunch. He turned down the Eagles, yeah, and uh, he said Miami's one, but he did say people were worried there was Miami or bust, and he said, no, 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 there are definitely other teams I'll go to. So the Panthers may be one of them, uh, and so we've got to hope. <laughs> because I mean, if they're this far into the talks, they probably run it by him. It's not like they're going to get everything signed, sealed, and delivered, and then he's going to shoot them down. Although it's the Texans, yeah, so maybe that is what they're going to do. 
and it's Watson, so he, yeah. he's he's unpredictable. Uh, so yeah, but but this time next week, who knows? We could see Deshaun Watson starting for the Carolina Panthers, as and that could be pretty nuts. As long as he's not with Houston, that's fine with me. Me too. Uh, let's move on to the Washington Football Team at the Green Bay Packers. The Washington Football Team is getting eight and a half points. The over/under is forty-nine. We both took the Packers and over. We were both right about the Packers winning it, but we were so wrong about the Washington football team not being able to step up. Uh, final score was 24-10 to 10 Packers. Um, so total score was 34, well below the over-under on this one. It was actually a, a close game. For the first half, it was a pretty close game, and it was actually uh, enjoyable to watch. But then it just kind of, after that, it got, the Packers just kind of ran away. I mean, they only got... They ended up scoring a touchdown the next two quarters and then a field goal, uh, whereas the Washington football team only scored a field goal after the first quarter. It was pretty bad. Uh, Rodgers, 77% completion rating for and three touchdowns, um, but they had no rushing game. I know this because I had Aaron Jones on both my fantasy teams, and uh, boy, did he really suck. Six for 19. Uh, three he, was the, he was the top rusher. For them, yeah. Yeah, he was the top <laughs> one for them. Six for 19. Um Whew, that's a rough one. Uh, and in the passing game, he went 5 for 20. So if your name wasn't... I mean, Devontae Adams got a touchdown. Alan Lazar got a touchdown. Robert Tongan got a touchdown. Couldn't get one to Aaron Jones, huh? All right. Nope. Um, nope. Uh, I, t- I say this, though. So they've always had the two Smiths at uh, pass rusher. And they've been getting kind of nicked up. They brought in Rashawn Gary. I think he was... Was he this year or last year they drafted him? Last year. Was it last year? Okay. This week they brought in Whitney Merciless. Yeah, yeah. I guess they're just Preston and Xavier Smith. They're not too sure about them. They just want to, well, they can't stop the run, so they just want to keep bringing in pass rushers. Well, Rashawn Gary has started to do it. He came out of high school a five-star recruit. was supposed to be the next great greatest thing since sliced bread. Um, he's got, he got seven tackles and two sacks in this game. He really showed up. Uh, Heineke, man, I don't, I don't know what... The Washington football team's thinking not taking a quarterback going into the year. Uh, I know they went and picked up Prince Magic, but, I mean, the guy's almost 40. He's only going to give you so much. And Heineke, I like him. I root for him. I want him to do well, but he's just not that good of a quarterback. Uh, 25 for 37, 260 yards, 8 yards, 1 touchdown, 1 interception. The, the biggest thing was he was the lead rusher with 95 rushing yards. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, he could. He's not horrible. I, I mean, he's not terrible. He outperformed some other quarterbacks in this league. That's yeah. Better. Uh, he didn't but, get uh, sad. Right. But he's not the answer. And and I agree with you there. I think Washington's looking, but from where it sounds like Washington's looking, from rumors and things, whether you can, you know, you can take that with a grain of salt. But um, there's been rumors that the they were going to be the third team in the in the, the Watson trade and take. Tua or Sam Darnold. There were other quarterbacks that were looked at for him, and, and it's it just sounds like everything they're looking at is band-aids. Um, they don't have any intention to go after anyone huge. But again, next year it's unprecedented, and I think that there's some teams that are thinking, you know, we we can be the one to get Aaron Rodgers. We can be the ones to get Russell Wilson. And yeah. I think I think that uh, that might be what they're waiting for. Well, Aaron Rodgers, I'm pretty sure, is going to the Steelers. I don't know about Russell Wilson, but you'd have to give up a lot. Um, 
The only other thing to kind of mention in this game was that Terry McLaurin went off uh, 122 yards and a touchdown in this game. He's a man. Yeah, he is. I'd love to see him with a really good quarterback and just to see, because he's yet to have one, and just to see what he can do, because I think he is. I think he's one of the most elite uh, wide receivers in the league, but you just don't get to see his potential because of who they have snapping the ball. Uh, And on to one of the most shocking games. I know because we both got this wrong. The Chiefs at the Titans. The Titans are getting five and a half at home, and the over-under was 57. Everyone thought, take the over, take the over, take the over. These are two high-scoring offenses, and we did. We also took the Chiefs because surely the Chiefs aren't going to go down, what is it, 3-2? I think they're they're, they're not going to go down 3-4 in this division because that's a tough one to come back from. So we took Chiefs and over. Uh, we didn't get any of that right. The Chiefs get shut out of the end zone, 27-3 to Titans, and th- it wasn't even that close. Um, so the total score was 30, I agree. well below the 57. Oh, man, what did, what did you see? Because th- this was nothing but pain. I saw I saw terrible quarterback play. I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes, now he got sacked four times, so... I want to give uh, the Titans defense credit. They've been playing better and better every week. Um, they smothered Mahomes this game, caused an interception. Uh, well, you know what? It was a bad throw. It was a bad throw that he shouldn't have done. That's yeah. the second week in a row uh, they caused the interception, but also four sacks. Uh, then it looked like he got hurt. Uh, he came off the field. I don't understand if he was benched or hurt because they said he was hurt. I saw that. I think I, I texted you about it. Mm-hmm. Um but then it looked like he was just fine on the sideline, uh, talking to a bunch of people and acting like he was okay. Um, and then they ended up putting in Chad Henney. Um, and I think it was just because of the Mahomes play, honestly. Um, he fumbled the ball twice when he carried it. Um, so it's an intercession. He gave the ball up three times in that game. You can't win like that. You just can't. And, uh, yeah, it was just uh, it was an ugly game no matter how you look at it. And, and getting only three points – Against the Titans, that's just that's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I mean their corners are, are are spotty, so you should. And Caleb Farley is knocked out of the, for the year, so they should have been able to put up some serious points against them. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, who are you, Janoris Jenkins? That's who's that's who's giving you issues. All right, um, yeah, it was bad. Mahomes fifty-seven percent completion. I did see that. I, I I was watching this game. I was switching around between this and the Chiefs Bengals and then the Packers. Washington football team for at least the first half. And I saw he got he got hit and bent in a weird way. And when you saw his eyes, it looked like he was concu- like pretty badly concussed. Uh, but he got out. He was walking around. He looked fine after that. But, yeah, I mean, you don't want him getting hurt. He is your franchise. Even if he is playing bad, he is your franchise. So pull him out. You ain't winning this game. He's playing terrible. And, yeah, I think he got benched a combination of they didn't want him to get injured. And he wasn't playing well. So they put in Chad Henney who went out and played like Chad Henney. I mean, there was no point in, there was no point in putting him in. Um, Patrick Mahomes and Chad Henney were the, I would say, the third and fourth worst quarterbacks of the day. Ryan Tannehill, 21 for 27, uh, 270 yards. One of those incompletions was an interception. Um, and then Derrick Henry, one for one for five yards <laughs> and a touchdown. And that leads yeah. me to our prop bet. Over and under... Two and a half touchdowns. No, it, it didn't say uh, it didn't say throwing. It didn't say rushing. It just said over runner. So you got to count the 
the one he threw. That's so that's touchdown. one. And then he ended up running for no touchdowns. And then he ended up, let's see, receiving. He had 102 yards, no touchdowns. He had 100. Between yeah. receiving and rushing. Yeah. yeah. So you ended up losing that one. Uh, and it felt delicious. Um, yeah, I, I'm very shocked by that. Yeah, Especially considering they had the lead. Yeah. Uh, they didn't, I mean, well, no, he still did run 29 29 times. attempts, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, not like so anyone I mean, else was getting the attempts behind him. Yeah, they did try. But, uh, yeah, he just uh, he wasn't busting them like normal. But uh, still, I mean, that was that's quite the game. Uh, A.J. Brown was healthy. That was what I took away big time from it was that A.J. Brown uh, – I've said this from the beginning. Now, there have been some injury concerns for sure a couple times now. Um, but A.J. Brown, to me, like, he's Megatron, man. He's so good. He's just got Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback. I feel Ryan like Tannehill has not been that bad. He's not been that bad, but he's not that good. Like, he can't hit him in stride the way he needs to. Um, well, but A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown, if he were on a better t- with a better quarterback, I think he'd, like, like you say about McLaurin, I think – I think he'd be one of the top three quarterbacks or receivers in the NFL if he had an elite QB. But he's just so good, man. He's so huge. He knows how to use his body to catch the ball and to block out defenders. He's he's a stud, man. And so yeah, he had eight eight receptions on nine targets for 133 yards and a touchdown. Um, he's a beast, yeah. <laughs> and he's back, and and that's going to make the big difference. I think the Titans. I think they're going to go to the uh, to the uh, AFC Championship game. Yeah, I don't know if they're built for that just because they have a lot of holes in other places. Um, I do think Derrick Henry should win MVP if he continues this pace. He should definitely be the MVP. Um, they beat the Bills. They beat the Bills, yeah. They beat the Bills and the Chiefs. Um, they've beaten some tough teams. I'd like to see need to see who else they have coming up. But I don't know if they can. I mean, can they sustain this? Let's see. They're 5-2 and two now. They've got the Colts, which I actually, and, and that's in ending. The Colts have kind of been putting together lately, so that's going to be a tough one. Then they play the Rams, which is going to be a tough game. Then they play the Saints, which I don't know how to feel about because the Saints are weird. Then they play the Texans, which is going to be painful. I think they keep it up, man. They, they, they had a rough start against the Cardinals. They crushed the Seahawks when Russell was still healthy. Everybody was still healthy there. Um their their bad loss was to the Jets. Everybody gets a bad loss. Yeah. Um they lost that was like week one. they lost like everybody to injury that game. Uh and then uh and as they started getting them back, I mean, we saw what they did. So they, they, they beat the they crushed the Jags, they beat the Bills, they crushed the Chiefs, and like you said, the what they've got coming up is kinda easy streak for the next few weeks. So Well they got uh, the next couple are gonna be tough. The next couple are gonna be tough. Uh, you ain't gonna already, get out. They already beat the Colts once. Yeah, they're playing them in Indy, and the Colts have kind of figured. It's taken the Colts a little time to kind of figure out who they are. They got a new quarterback. They've got um, th- their their offensive line's been nicked up, but I think they're starting to kind of figure out who they are. I think they see a different Colts team now, and then that that Rams team is always going to be tough. Yeah, uh, the Rams team will be a good test. Yeah, the Chiefs. Uh, have not gone a game without a touchdown since 2017, and this is this is the first one since then. Uh, to kind of give you an idea of how bad their defense is, they are 32nd in turnovers. They are 32nd in points allowed. They are 32nd in yards allowed. They are 32nd in yards per play allowed, and they are 32nd in first downs allowed. Mm. Yep, that's that's bad. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> you do with that. Those are all bad things. Uh, yeah. I don't need to add a lot of commentary. That's that's a horrendous defense, and I don't see how it's going to get any better. But mm-hmm. uh, it, so so, do we have official word? Like, what is the actual injury to Mahomes? Is he? I don't think it's. I don't think it's anything. He's I not think missing he, time. No, it doesn't look like it. It looks like he just kind of got crumpled up, and he'll be so fine. So was he benched? I think so. I think it was, like I said earlier, I think it's a combination of bench for poor play and bench because they didn't want him to get injured because he was, I mean, he was getting lit up the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I, to me, that should that would, that should be the biggest news article of the day is he was, I mean, I think no matter how you want to cut it, he was he was bench for play. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's huge. A lot of that going around this week. Um, on to another game, which was two bad teams, but I got to be honest, kind of a fun game to watch. Uh, the Falcons at the Dolphins. The Dolphins are getting two and a half. <laughs> the over/under is forty-seven and a half. I took the Falcons and over. You took the Dolphins and under. Um, I figured it'd be over because these were two bad defenses, and I thought the Falcons were going to win. They did thirty to twenty-eight. But those stupid buttholes by half a point. <laughs> by half a point, I ended up losing the spread. Um, just because the game was over. The game was done. The Falcons had won, and they kind of took their, their foot off the gas in the uh, in the fourth quarter. They, they did not. In the fourth quarter. What? The Falcons? No, the they almost did. lost. They almost lost. They came down to a last-second field goal to win at the last second by yeah. the Falcons. Well, the Dolphins came back and almost beat them. Yeah, well, that's because they, they had the lead with one minute left. The so Dolphins had the lead. It went into halftime 13-7, to then they come out and score a touchdown. So it's... It's uh, twenty to seven. The Dolphins score twenty to fourteen. Then the Falcons end up getting ten more. And then the Dolphin they let the Dolphins in. They let the Dolphins in at the end to come and and, and beat yes, them. The, yeah. Well, the, it was twenty to fourteen when the Dolphins scored and became twenty to twenty one. Then the Falcons scored twenty eight twenty one. Then the Dolphins scored again. Uh, and then and then the Falcons got their last second field goal. So the lead changed three times in the fourth quarter. Okay. It wasn't it wasn't the blowout you're saying, man. It was a close game the whole fourth quarter. Fair enough. From, I didn't, from the beginning of the fourth. Fair it enough. I didn't get to see good. that much of it that, that, and, that one. And Tua and Tua led a comeback that scared me. Yeah. <laughs> he ended up going thirty two of forty with for two hundred and ninety one yards and four touchdowns. And two to overcome the, the to overcome the two interceptions he threw the first half. Yeah. So the first half he was awful. The second half, he came back, somehow turned it on. Gas, it hit Gaskin for a good uh, touchdown. Uh, Giuseppe, uh, this Collins, I don't even know who Collins is, but he got a touchdown, and then Ford, Isaiah Ford, I think it is. Uh, anyway, like, they, yeah, they had a huge, huge fourth quarter. Jalen Waddell came on. He turned it on, seven catches for 83 yards. Mm-hmm. Giuseppe, seven catches, 85 yards. It was a, it was a hell of a game, man. The, the fourth quarter... Again, it was against a terrible defense, but yeah. uh, Tua turned it on. He he knows all eyes are on him right now, and uh, yeah, it's it's hard to say that the fourth quarter was on him. If if their defense had just held the Falcons a little bit, uh, they win that game. But the the Dolphins defense uh, they didn't play so hot, and Kyle Pitts destroyed them. They were using Kyle Pitts in these really. I mean, he was used on the outside. He was using the slot. He was used as a true tight end. He was seven catches for 163 yards. He got 163 yards. I and mean, we knew that tight end coach is the man, Arthur Blank. And, and, uh, Arthur Smith. Arthur, Arthur Blank. Blank. He would the be owner. the owner. He would be the owner. Yeah. Uh, what, what's, uh, what's Arthur the, Smith. What's the, thank you. Uh, he came in and, uh, yeah, knows how to use him. Hurst still was a factor, but, uh, but Pitts just, man, he's he looked exactly like they, you know, we – 
what we thought he could be. Yeah. With that, what was he, the seventh overall pick? Who, which he was one? early. Uh, Kyle Pitts. He was the fourth, he, I think. He was the fourth pick. He was the fourth pick? Yeah, he, yeah. He, was, he was really early. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's he's playing like it. He was, he was an absolute stud. Patterson, too, man. Yeah. Patterson can ball as a running back. Who knew? Yeah, I know. Yeah, 14 for 60 and a touchdown. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, I mean his 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 runs though looked looked hard too. Like they were hard fought yeah. runs. It's hard it's hard to explain. They didn't yeah, look they like a receiver running the ball. It was it looked like a running back. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know what I I'm showing in my notes. Falcons have blocked field goal away from two and four. So I don't know. Yeah, I, there was the thing is there was there were so many games going on in the first one. You kind of had to, and I hate that. I wish they would split up. Split up more between the the noon games and the three o'clock games, just because there's only like three games uh, around three, and the new ones there's like seven, so you can't ever focus on anyone. I I, I went with Bengals, Ravens, and Chiefs, Titans were the two I knew how to watch, and I threw in watch football team and Packers. Just did not get to this one. Um, yeah, it it was it was the most exciting fourth quarter I've seen in a game this year. Okay, it was back Damn. and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I missed out it on was, that. It uh, was good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think by that point there was all it was starting to blow out. All the other three games were blowouts, and I just turned it up, put it on Red Zone Channel, and just kind of went from there. Um, to a eighty percent completion to ten different receivers, I thought that was impressive. Yeah, he was he was the man. Yeah. Uh, you know what wasn't blow? Or, or, you know what wasn't blowout? Patriots. Did you see that? Game? I I watched. I mean, I saw bits and pieces. I wasn't gonna commit time to this, but. Uh, what was it? It was ended up being uh, like a 23. 54. 54 to 13. Yeah. 54. Oof. Mac Jones had over 300 yards and two touchdowns in a sack. Another 100 yards for Damian Harris. Two touchdowns. Uh, he caught some passes. It was Bolden was a beast. He was the top receiver as a running back, as, as always happens. Uh, it, was not, it was insane, man. That, that game, was it was so brutal to watch. Like they just they couldn't not score, and then and then Mike White was throwing picks in the second half. Zach Wilson got hurt after playing terribly. Yes, your beloved Mike White. You you when Zach Wilson went out. Oh, Mike White, he's amazing. I love him. Twenty for thirty-two for two hundred yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Here's what happened for for those who didn't watch. Uh, Patriots went up fourteen to zero in the first quarter. Zach Wilson looked like hot garbage. Hot garbage on a hot day. Did. And uh, and and then uh, the first drive of the second quarter uh, looks horrible again, and then he gets hurt. Uh, so then they bring in this Mike White dude. Mike White, all he does is in the last two drive uh, last two drives of this of the half, leads them to two touchdowns. Uh, one of them went through the air. Uh, one of them threw the air all the way there, and then hands off to Elijah Moore, who goes for off twenty for yards. He ran through the entire red zone. Yes, that was the last. The I wouldn't last put play. that as much on Mike White. Oh, I mean, Mike White drove, drove him the other eighty yards or whatever uh, to get there. Um, he was he was dinking and dunking and making completing passes all over the place. And then the last one was, yeah, a handoff to Elijah Moore and he broke it. Uh, but either way, two point two touchdowns in a row and two drives. Uh, so Zach Wilson, just yeah, I don't know. It just it looked like Zach Wilson uh, may be part of the problem. Yeah, in, in New York, I, he's I, looked but, that way for a while. But Robert Sala uh, also looks like part of the problem in New York. He does, he does. And there's a really weird article today about how like a lot of people are, are angry that Robert Sala won't yell. 
He's not a yelling yeah, coach. Yeah, I heard that. He won't yell at anybody. And he's like, no. He's like, if you need to yell, then you're already not a good coach. Yeah. Uh, and so, but I guess people in New York just, they're not used to that. They don't like it. They want to see someone screaming at their players' places and acting more animated when they're losing. And like, but, you know, a lot of people feel like if they don't see you yelling in the field on the sidelines because you don't care. And they don't want to see somebody not caring and not trying to fix things. And, you know, yelling is not the only way to do it. But uh, the reason I cared about that is I thought, I wonder if I wonder if he's been he's shown enough that they want to start looking at other places. Because the New York uh, owner has said, like, he wants a star quarterback. They, they tried. They went after the second pick of the draft. Is it possible? Is it possible they look at the Watson drama or – they decide that let's go after Russ or Aaron Rodgers because we're New York. I think Rodgers actually ends up in New York. I think that's no, that's the place I'm leaning heavily too. I love I love him to Steelers. I don't think he ends up there though. I think New York can draw him to a big city, and uh, they and they've got some pieces there that, that he can build around later. Um, I just don't know if they have the assets to get him. But uh, yeah, uh, Jets look awful. I don't see any way this is going to change anytime soon. Uh, I hate their running backs. I do like Elijah Moore. He's been he's been yeah. doing a little bit more every week to, to, to get me excited about him. They're trying to find ways to use him. Mm-hmm. Um, they, it was certainly uh, wasn't for lack of effort. Six targets, only one catch though. So uh, they were he was kind of smothered, and there were some really bad throws. Really, honestly, from what I saw, it looked like it was mainly a case of bad throws. Yeah. Uh, but it could be that they were running the wrong routes. I, who knows? Um, so that'll be something to keep an eye on if he can end up developing or not. Um, it seems like they've got like just all this talent there that that's almost there, but none of them are just popping like they should. They've got Denzel Mims, who was a first round pick. They've got Keelan Cole. They've got Elijah Moore. A lot of people thought he'd be one of the best slot receivers in the draft. They've got Jamison Crowder, who's been really good for other quarterbacks. They've got Corey Davis, who was the top free agent wide receiver. It's not like they haven't tried. But they have they're no putting O-line. pieces there. They're just not working. Well, they have no O line. Is the biggest issue. I mean, they yeah, got yeah, Elijah yeah. Tucker, who's a rookie. And I'll be honest, I haven't really watched enough to see how he's doing. And then Makai Becton came into uh, came into camp uh, overweight, got injured, and is on IR for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, without an offensive line, it really makes things tough. And I still think Zach Wilson could be good. Um, I don't think he can do it behind this offensive line. I don't think he can do it. With I don't know this head coach they they make no adjustments they just keep going out there running the same stuff and people figure it out. Um, on the other hand, other side though, the Patriots running backs had a big day. Damian Harris fourteen for one hundred six and two touchdowns on the ground, uh, and then Brandon Bolden had two carries for zero yards, but uh, did his work in the air as the leading receiver six for seventy nine and a touchdown. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. boy. Let's move on because that was tough. It was, uh, it was brutal. It was, it was Kendrick Bourne threw a pass for a touchdown. Yeah, he, that was the first touchdown. It was Kendrick Bourne? They just the, the Patriots don't care. They just want you to know how badly uh, they're going to beat you, and just show off. <laughs> yep. All right, brutal man. Let's move on to Lions at the Rams. Uh, Lions are getting fifteen whopping points in this one. The over under is fifty and a half. Um, I took the Rams and under, as did you. I made this my lock. We both made this confidence picks. I, with the I'm sorry, with the Lions fully healthy, I wouldn't have done this. But I figured they were so nicked up that I was going to take the 15. 
they ended up staying in it like they keep doing. Uh, end up losing 28-9, so we'll lose by 9 points to the Rams, which is impressive uh, for a total score of 47. Um, the, the Lions, they came out ready to do stuff. They, they end up scoring the first touchdown uh, on a nice drive and then immediately onside it right afterwards and get the ball back. Um, and then it's followed by a fake punt, which they uh, which they convert. Uh, the Lions, and I think it's the second time they've done a fake punt this, this season. The Lions are just kind of doing whatever they can to 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 get it to get a win. And I mean, granted, it hasn't come yet, but they're tough. I mean, I, they should not be in as close of games as they are. But they play everybody tough. Khalif uh, Raymond. Ends up coming in uh, six for a 115 on a two-minute drill, which I thought, I mean, they don't have any receivers. All the receivers are injured. De- uh, DeAndre Swift was their leading, had the most receptions with eight. Cleef uh, Raymond, did you, have you ever heard of Cleef Raymond? I have not. Yeah. <laughs> I have not. Yeah, I mean, once uh, once they lost, uh, uh, who, who's the guy that we liked? Uh, Quintus Cephas. Quintus Cephas, yeah, you knew they were going to have to stretch to find somebody, but Khalif Raymond was was not who I thought it would. It was that Amon Ra. Yeah, Amon Ra, St. Brown. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was going to be a much bigger piece for this offense. I don't know if if he got nicked up or what, but I don't even see a single target in this game. And and maybe that's because Ramsey was on him or something, since that's their best receiver. Oh, that's Um, sad. Yeah, I know, but, but man, DeAndre Swift was a beast. He was just every play I saw him in. He was a beast. So he got 96 yards and a touchdown through the air, 48 on the ground. But uh, he just—he looks like a guy that's the new Matt Stafford. He's stuck on a bad team. Yeah, <laughs> he's an elite player that should be leading a team to, to the playoffs, but uh, he's just not on a team that has the pieces around him to do it. Feel bad for the dude. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, good good for Matt Stafford finally getting out of Detroit. 28 for 41, three touchdowns, mm-hmm. zero interceptions. Uh, yeah, 68% completion, not the greatest. Uh, but when you have Cooper Cup on your team, it don't matter. 10 receptions for 156 yards and two touchdowns on oh, my fantasy team. Felt so good. Um, <laughs> Robert Wood started to get a little bit more involved, 6 for 70. And uh, even Tyler Higby, 5 for 46. They, they're starting to move around a little bit more. Uh, but it's Cooper, I mean, it's Cooper Cup and everybody else. Uh, golf with two, in, two interceptions. That poor guy. I, I mean, he, he's definitely... You're starting to see more of who he is on this team than when he was on the Rams. They definitely covered a lot of uh, inefficiencies. But I'm still... For what the talent they have on that team is, I still think he's, they're, they're getting the most out of him, and they're doing a pretty decent yeah, job. I, I have to hand it to golf. I, I watched the beginning of this game. Did you see the first quarter? Uh, I, I saw part of it. Okay, so... Goff played out of his mind in the first quarter. Like he, he was. He took. I want to say one of the first snaps of the game. Uh, people didn't see Ramsey, and he just got to come in and just tattoo Goff. Like, like I had to just watch the oh, replay yeah. because he goes to throw the ball, his head go the wrong direction. Yeah. And 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 oh man, he was unblocked. Ramsey just tattooed him uh, in mid throw, and it was it was brutal. And he hops right back up the next play. And I'm tr- I can't remember who it was the next play, but he took his very next. Actually, it wasn't a sack; it was a QB hit because he got the ball out again, 
Um, but uh, but man, he just got walloped again the very next play, and uh, again hops up one more time, third down, completes a twelve yard pass or something, and gets a gets a first down, and then just kept going, kept driving, and got sacked again, and <laughs> kept driving up. Man, he wanted it, he wanted it bad, and it felt like his players around him were playing for him. Like I don't know any other way to say it than that. Like you got the feeling that the players were playing for golf, which I was like, Hey, good for him. Yeah. Cause, it, Cause again, I mean, that's what you want in the leader. I mean, I, I remember that being the first thing I thought about last year when I was, you know, I'll admit I was anti Tua from the beginning, but that was the first sign where I thought, Oh, Tua's done. He'll never be a quarterback because his players came out and said they didn't want to play for him. Yeah. They wanted to play for his, They wanted Fitzpatrick back. They didn't want to play for him and didn't see him as a leader. And, Goff seems like he's found whatever he needed to to become the leader there. And, and you know, I, I admit, though, I, I don't think he can be the quarterback of the future. But uh, it, there wasn't a lack of effort here. And they were, man, they were toe-to-toe. They went, they were one point away at halftime. Third, uh, thir- in third quarter, they took the lead. They had the lead all the way to the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Lions played a really, really, really hard-fought game and then just kind of gave it up at the very end. And, yeah. Uh, stinks to see, man. It would have been fun to see that upset, but uh, it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the Rams really didn't separate until the fourth quarter. Um, and I, I know what you're talking about, that Jalen Ramsey had. You could hear the smack uh, when he laid that wood on. Yeah. It yeah. was, yeah, it was loud. Yeah. That was I, in the beginning, man. I yeah. Mean, he took that and kept going. He was I under duress a lot. Uh, yeah, I find myself rooting for the Lions, which is surprising just because I thought they were kind of clown shoes going into the season, but it's hard not to want them to do well um, just just seeing the effort they put in every single week. Uh, let us move on to the Eagles at the Raiders. Uh, whew, Eagles getting three points. Over-under is 49. We both took the Raiders. I took the over. You took the under. Um, I figured there'd be some garbage time points in this. We were both right with the Raiders. They end up winning 33-22, to 22, but not that close. And then... It was most definitely the over with uh, 55. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not as close as the score made it out to be. It, it, no, the, those were true garbage time points. Yeah. F- I, 15 points at the very end of the game that was already over. Yeah. Which uh, it was 33-7. Oh, I was so mad at that. <laughs> oh, were you? <laughs> yeah, Jalen Hurts. I was going up against him. It looked like I had it won. And then for then I, I turned around. Like 10 minutes later, I, I look at it again, and I've lost. I'm like, what in the... Mm. Yeah, well, Gainwell looks good, man. That was mm-hmm. that was your guy coming out of the draft. He yeah, big, I like the Memphis running backs. And he he did fumble it once, uh, twice actually. Uh, so that's no bueno. But uh, outside of the two fumbles, <laughs> uh, he was he, he did look actually really good. I mean, his, his touchdown was electric. I mean, that was the speed he put on once he caught that ball and, and cut to the side. Uh, he he was electric, man. He he looked really good. But uh, again. Not, not the team to be able to be elite in yeah. unless they get Watson. Yeah, uh, well, Watson didn't go in there. But to be fa- and to yeah. be fair to him, everyone was taking a turn fumbling uh, with the Eagles. He had one. Jalen Hurts had one. Jalen Rager had one. Although he had two. Kenwell two. He fumbled in uh, rushing and he fumbled as a receiver. Oof, oof! I didn't see that one. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's gonna have to fix that. But yeah, I still think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be super talented. Um, Derek Carr. I know you hate Derek Carr for some reason. 31. <laughs> 30, no, you hate you hate him. 31 for 34, 323 yards, two touchdowns, interception. But dude, that interception 
was kind of on the receiver. It was it was behind the receiver, but it, 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 it rolled off his fingertips. Yeah. I, so I I have to tell you too. I have to interrupt. I today was the day I was coming in to to to, to Maya Copeland apologize to Derek Carr, but you just made me dig in more. So do it, do it, <laughs> keep digging in. You're gonna look like more. You made me no no. You made me dig in more. Good, uh, do it. Like Good. You can have Jalen Hurts. Um, and he did all this to nine different receivers, just spreading it around, letting everybody have a bit of a day. Um, what surprised me, though, from them was, so Josh Jacobs has been injured. Uh, he's had a toe injury, but this was his second week back. I was like, okay, here it comes. Against the Eagles, he's going to go off. Nope. He had he had uh, six carries for 29 yards and a touchdown, but King and Drake had 14 for 69 and a touchdown. I don't... That is shocking to me because when Josh Jacobs was out earlier, they brought in Peyton Barber to run it all the time, even though they paid King and Drake all the money. Now that Josh Jacobs is back, they're they're running King and Drake, and you don't see any Barber. Although I think Barber's injured, but still, I, I don't. I, I guess it's a change in the in the coaching uh, that is bringing it around, but that was that was shocking to me. Uh, but effective. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it was effective. That's the thing. Is, I mean, I don't know if it's a hot hand kind of a thing, but if you notice, like, neither one of them broke a huge one. Like, mm-hmm. Jacobs had a nine-yard, and uh, his longest, and, and Ken Drake's long was 12, which means yeah. he truly was averaging a little over four yards a carry, and that's, but they're, that's awesome. They're both that's doing almost long. five. Yeah, they're both getting almost five yards a carry, which is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly what you want. So whatever the coach is doing, I mean, it's it's working, and, and uh, our – he looks good. Yeah, he looks good. Take it. He spread it out everywhere. Take it. Apologize. He did. Moreau was a stud, even with Waller. You know what? They looked better without Darren Waller. I'll say it. They looked better without Waller because Carr was forced to spread it around more and not look for Waller all the time. But uh, maybe it was just the defense. Well, I think it was a really bad defense. So, I mean, that's a big It's also that. But, yeah. but Moreau was very successful despite not being a starter typically. So, yeah. Uh, be interested to see once Waller comes back, do they try to keep Moreau more involved? Yeah. Um, and one thing I wanted to point out is the Raiders defense because everyone's been kind of focused on the offense, but Max Crosby leads the NFL in pressures with 47, QB hits with 12, and hurries with QB hurries with 28. Uh, so way to go for that really? guy. Yeah, way to go for that guy. He's just he's not getting the sacks that you want, but he's getting... I mean, he's there all the time. That defense is getting better, and uh, they lead the division five and two. Wow! Yeah. Wow, that's 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 wild. Yeah, <laughs> I never would have thought that. I yeah. never would have thought that in a million years. In that division, I mean, my God, mm-hmm. that is impressive. Good yeah. Um, now, do you want to talk about something that's terrible? Sure. Bears at the Bucks. The Bears getting 12 and a half. The uh, over-under is 47. We both took took the Bucks and under. We made this our confidence picks, and we were both right about this. The, the Bucks end up winning 38-3. to three. Uh, Actual spread was 35 points, so well under. And uh, the, the, I'm sorry, the total is 41, so still under. But, oh my God, it is so bad. Three total combined points. Three total points combined in the second half. Mm. From both God, teams. What, what an ugly game. That's yeah. just 
gross. Yeah. It's gross. But to be fair, Gabbard came in at the end. And, uh, well, you know what? Doesn't matter. That's, he only no, threw that, three passes. Yeah. It's, that was just an ugly game. But, uh, you know, it was, it was gross is what it was. It was gross. And there were 36 rushes by the Bucks. They were just trying to end that game. Yeah. They were just – they didn't care. They're, and, they, and you know what? They should have. That's exactly what they should have done. They were up 35-3 to three at the half. Yeah. That's, what do you want to – Let's just move on with their day. Yeah. Tom Brady threw four touchdowns, uh, which is one more than the interceptions that Justin Fields threw. Uh, he could have hit eight. He could have hit eight that game. Yeah. He could have set the NFL record, and I'm surprised he didn't try. Yeah. Because he is that kind of guy. It, well, he did set a record. He's the first quarterback to throw for 600 touchdowns. Uh, <laughs> he is on pace for 5,525 yards and 51 touchdowns this season. They, I don't know if you saw, but it was funny that uh, uh, was it Mike Evans uh, accidentally gave away yeah. his 600th touchdown pass. <laughs> he, he runs in with the, t- with the touchdown. Uh, through the end zone, jumps up and hands it to a uh, one of the fans in the stands. Yeah, uh, six hundred touchdown ball, and then you see the security come running. No, 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 no. Yeah, they're like he wants that back. He wants that back, and you see him take the ball back away from the fan. Oh man, <laughs> they made him give it back. They're like, no, no, Tom wants that. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're they're gonna have to find a way to. I hope they hooked him up with something else. As an apology. I'm sure they did. Yeah, he, the dude was so excited to have that ball showing everybody. It's like, no, 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 give that back. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, uh, he didn't have the authority. Well, to be to be fair to Mike Evans, he probably got lost because this was one of his three touchdowns in the game. He was six for 76 with three touchdowns. I'm sorry if you had to play against Mike Evans. The only other touchdown going to Chris Godwin after receiving 111 receiving yards. Uh, it was just... It was just them. It was just the Bucks having fun. Leonard Fournette, I think, is now pretty much solidified his role as the starting running back. Uh, 15 for 81 and a touchdown. Ronald Jones was in it, 10 for 63, but also had a fumble, which has been his biggest issue this year, was the fumbles. Uh, that's what the very first carry in the very first game this this year, he fumbled, and we really didn't see him much. And then he comes back this year and fumb- or this game and fumbles again. It's not... It's not looking great for him. Uh, speaking of not looking great, Justin Fields, 184 yards, three interceptions, zero four touchdowns, sacks. three fumbles, and four sacks. Uh, not not for a lack of running rushing help, because Herbert killed it, man. Yeah. 18 carries for 100 yards. The dude's looking like a beast. And uh, Fields did a decent job running the ball, too, but still can't get anything going. I yeah. mean, uh, but... Let's let's mention this is the first time. Ooh, now I'm going to screw it up. I want to say first time since 2018 that the Bucks gave up 100 yards to a rusher. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. He's the first one. Uh, now, also, to, to be fair again to the Bucks, Levante David was out, but uh, still a big deal, still yeah. a huge accomplishment to have been able to do that against them. Um, but my God, uh, well, and then another 33 yards in the air for him. But uh, yeah, that feels... that'll keep him warm at night, knowing they lost 38 to three. <laughs> yeah, and I, I and uh, you know what else is? Uh, it was an away game, right? It was in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, and you could, and if uh, there's a bunch of clips online right now, you can hear them still loudly over the announcers in the booth chanting uh to fire to fire their coach yeah man, uh, just chanting fire nagy fire nagy. yeah and uh and an away uh, game I mean, and an away game yeah <laughs> i mean that is brutal 
uh, so loud that the, the 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 announcers were trying to ignore that you could hear it. Uh, well, so speaking of the uh, the Bears coaching staff, one of one of the issues, one of the interceptions that Fields got this game uh, was thrown because the coaches in his headset told him he had a free bl- a free play because the Bucks had twelve men on the field. So usually when that happens, they hike the, they hurry up, hike the ball, and they just throw a bomb because that way if it gets picked over, it doesn't matter. It's coming back. The coaching staff exactly. was wrong. There wasn't 12 men on the field. They just felt like it because they're doing a ter- terrible job coaching. Not only that, <laughs> this is the second week in a row that that has happened. That is an embarrassment. Yeah. That is just an embarrassment. Yeah. Um, if you started fields this week, although whew, you must be desperate, you would have got a whopping 1.16 points in full PPR. Let's move on to the Texans at the Cardinals. Nope. T- <laughs> nope, all you. Let's move past the Texans and the Cardinals. All right. We'll, we'll do this quick because it's going to be painful. Texans are getting the most of the week, 18 points over under 47.5. We both took Texans. Now, I did say during the recording before, I was like, I, I don't know what I did this. I want to take the Cardinals. I feel stupid for taking the Texans on this, 18 points. It got me too uh, hot and bothered, but I don't want it. I also took the under. You took the over. I was right on the under because the Texans only scored five points. The final score being 31-5. to five. The Texans would have needed wow. 26 points to cover, and 36 points was the, the total score. So while I will count that as a loss on the spread, I feel very against it. Um, we also had a prop bet that uh, Hopkins was going to have over under 100, 150 yards. I took the under. He ended up having 53 yards and a touchdown. Um, Try to silver line it for me. Oh boy, I am. I'm gonna pull a muscle doing that. This is. You're gonna have a great draft pick. Does that help? That's it? You're done. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you, man. Um, to start the game, they got a safety. Well, mm-hmm. no. First, they stopped and, made, and forced the Cardinals to punt twice, uh, getting sacks in the process. At one point, I think it was like third down and 45 yards mm-hmm. because of two sacks in a row that were monstrous. Malik Collins and then Jonathan Grenard. And then they forced him to punt. Uh, the third drive, they safety him. So, I mean, the defense is killing it. They're yeah. up 2-0 to zero, but because the offense can't do anything to save their lives. Uh, they finally get a field goal. They're up 5-3, to three, I think, at that point. And then the Cardinals just finally run away the game. So, but it was ugly, man. Yeah. Grenard looks really good. Yeah. The defense is okay, but they just couldn't keep up. They actually contained D-Hop pretty well, which is why he didn't do that well. But everybody else ended up <laughs> ended up scoring on him. So uh, they couldn't contain the run. It was just kind of ugly. Zach Ertz, they've always had a problem with good tight ends. And he yeah. came in for his debut and was great. AJ Green was a monster. So Three for 66 and a touchdown for Ertz. Yeah. Uh, AJ Green was fine, 3 for 66 as well. And then Christian Kirk, 4 for 15, a touchdown. I mean, they they didn't... They they just kind of... They got up quick after a bit and then just kind of ran it with Edmonds and Connor. Um, James Connor, 64, and a touchdown. Boy, on the other side, the leading receiver for the Texans was David Johnson for 5 and 27. But this is what the defense had to contend with. Or, or I'm sorry, yeah. So they give them, they, they sack him. The front four is doing a good job. 
they get Kyler Murray to third and 32, and he completes the first down. Yeah. <laughs> There's a 45-yard pass to A.J. Green. Ugh, so gross. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's a bad team with a really bad quarterback. I, I think when Tyrod comes back, they'll be better, but at this point, why? Twenty-three for thirty-two. Tyrod will start. Yeah, that's shocking. Twenty-three for thirty-two and one hundred and thirty-five yards for Davis Mills. It's bad. It doesn't get much worse. Yeah, it's bad. Lonnie Johnson did have his third interception of the year. Um, Rumors that he's on the trade block. Hopefully, they get something decent for him. Uh, Yeah, it's it's bad. Colts at the Forty Niners. Do what? Let's not talk about these guys anymore. Yeah. But we do have a quick news flash about a team that didn't play, so we're not going to get to them today anyway, and I want to jump in. Uh, it was announced, uh, actually leaked on accident by Carson Palmer, that Mike Tomlin is potentially going to be getting the USC head coaching job. Really? So the Steelers may not have a coach for the first time in a long time, um, as he may go to, to USC, yeah, which Aaron Rodgers now. Well, I guess I have to bring his own coach in. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Boy, I bet, that's huge I bet he'll have think yeah, yeah, I thought one of the biggest reasons he was going is he liked Mike Tomlin. He had been very complimentary about him for the past like year. So that's what that was one of the main reasons I thought he was gonna go to the Steelers. That changes things a lot. Wow, that's huge. And, and if you get a job with the Steelers, I mean you uh, what they've had three they've had like three coaches since I've been a locket. Yeah. <laughs> if you go back to who was before Coward? Oh, man. I'll have to look it up. But, yeah. Yeah, other than... It was like a 15-year head coach. Yeah. Other than Cower and uh, Tomlin, I'm not... I don't, don't really remember. Let's see. The guy um, before Coward was there a long time, too. List of Pittsburgh Steelers head coaches. Let me see. So, Mike Tomlin, Ben Coward, Chuck Knoll from 1969 to 1991. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Chuck Knoll. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Guy. since 1969. Yeah, they have had three coaches since 1969. Boy, if you're a head wow. coach, if you want a head coaching job in the NFL, that's it. Because there, there is still a, a ton of talent on that team. They just need a quarterback and an offensive line. Offensive line can be taken care of. Uh, quarterback, you might be able to get Rodgers. So, yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Boy, that wow. they really messed up leaking that this early, too. Because this is oh, yeah. week seven of the NFL season is really early. Um, let's yeah, move fun. on to the night game. Colts at the 49ers. Colts are getting four points uh, over under 44. I took the Colts and over because I'm a smart, smart man. You took the 49ers and under because you're a fool. Uh, the final score being 30-18 to 18 Colts. The 49ers were needed 12 points instead of giving up four. And the total score was 48. So it was over. Um this was a really rainy game. It, it was kind of a mess. There was a lot of sloppy play, but it was rainy. Um, the one interception that Carson went through, oh, I'm sorry, he, I think it got called back, but uh, I think it ended up being considered a fumble because it was kind of a pitch. So, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. He pitched it. It was a weird throw. It was rainy. I wouldn't put too much into that. It was dumb if whatever he was trying to do, he threw it right to the defender. Um but he's been Carson Wentz has been getting better every week with them. Uh, Seventeen for twenty six, one hundred fifty yards and two touchdowns, which that's not a great yards per per attempt. But I mean, it gets it gets the game done, especially when Jonathan Taylor is 
going off 170 yards and a touchdown. Uh, this was much more of a running game. On the other side, Elijah Mitchell, 170 yards and a touchdown. It was just there was a lot of running in this. Um, yep. Although Michael Pittman, 105 yards and a touchdown. Moelle Cox, 25 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he's just such a big boy. I think he caught it on like the 10 and just took three steps into the end zone. Uh, yeah. Michael Pittman's a really, really good receiver. And it's going to be interesting going forward. They need to get another receiver out there. And if him and Wentz can start beating up like this. But the 49ers are a bad secondary. This is something you and I have talked about all year. They're a really yeah. bad secondary. They can't really stop teams. I'm kind of out on the 49ers. And... After this year, this Shanahan will be what one for six winning seasons. Yeah, he's uh, he's had one winning football season. That is, that's hard to believe. I think it was thirteen and three that season too. So he's he's been a stud. But they seem to get slightly back on track at first, the first part of the game. Um, and Debo Samuel's had seven catches for hundred yards and mm-hmm. a touchdown. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is the question mark man. Yeah. Wow. That dude went from, you know, hero to zero, <laughs> as they say, overnight. I mean, last season, thousand-yard receiver, like one of the rookies of the year. This season, Shanahan himself was talking about it. About him, he's like, I'd really like to see that guy start putting in some work. That that was exact quote from Shanahan. Mm-hmm. So, whatever he's doing, he's not doing it well, and uh, he's he's making somebody mad because yeah, he got one target. Um, and, and they desperately need a second receiver. Um, I mistakenly thought when I took this game that Kittle was back this week. I don't know why. If Kittle's back with, with Garoppolo, maybe they'll be better because the running game is moving, and Samuel is still a stud. So they've, they've got a lot of things in place. But, you know, as a fan of a team that's probably going to get the 49ers first pick from Miami, uh, I'm, okay with they, I'm okay if they keep losing. Yeah. So Ayuk was not a 1,000-yard receiver last year. He got 748 yards off of 60 receptions. So, oh, sorry. So far this year, he's not broken 100 yards. He has 96 yards off nine receptions. Uh, last year, year, five touchdowns. This year, one touchdown. Unreal. One play over 20 yards. Yeah, they even uh, took him off kicking return turn duties because they're so mad at him. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what he did, but Debo Samuel is—he is a full-grown man, and he—he he was great last year too. But he was just injured, and the thing is, if he could stay healthy, he was the dude. They, you saw him; they, they would put him in uh, jet street, jet uh, sweeps, and they were just trying to get him the ball. And this year, he's been fantastic. Um, Colts are gonna start turning things around. I don't know. I don't know if they challenge the Titans. I don't believe... I think the Titans... I have trouble believing the Titans are this good. To beat the Bills and the Chiefs, I struggle. I think they are. Yeah. You may be right. I don't know. I, I think they are. I really do. I want to see that... Cold... The receivers are good. Yeah. Their, their system is solid. They got a great defensive coach who gets more out of, you know, lesser players. I think they're going to... I think they're built the long haul. They're going to start getting better and better and better, but I agree with you. I think the Colts and Jonathan Taylor, they're going to get better as the season goes, too. Fair enough. Um, yeah. We'll find out shortly. They're about to play each other. Uh, that wraps up everything for this week. We'll be back on Friday uh, with our prediction for Week 8. Hopefully you survived fantasy football this week because just about every team was on a bye, and uh, the ones that weren't really got... Oh, so 
We will see you then. Until uh, next time, catchphrase. Whittier to work.